Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. In today's text, we're going to see a glimpse of the gospel. It's been incredible. These last couple days, we've been reading some pretty hard texts about God's punishment of his people, how they're not going to escape Nebuchadnezzar, who's God's instrument, God's servant to punish the people of Israel who have sinned against him. They can't escape Nebuchadnezzar by fleeing to Egypt because Nebuchadnezzar is headed to Egypt and he's going to wipe out the Egyptians, and he's going to get at the people of Judah that are hiding there according to the punishment that is due them. And so these have been difficult, hard texts, but God is good and righteous and carrying out his punishment. That's who he is. That's what he does. And what's even more amazing than that is that he is at the same time compassionate, merciful, loving, gracious, which is very good news for us. And we're going to see a glimpse of that in today's text. We're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 50, verses 17 through 20. But before that, to catch you up from Jeremiah 23, where we were yesterday to today, Jeremiah 44 is a a text or a chapter about God's judgment for idolatry. Very good read to help you understand exactly what he's doing in this whole narrative. Skip down to 46, and this starts a litany of nations that God is going to judge. And so first in 46, he's going to judge Egypt. 47, he's going to judge Philistia. 48, he's going to judge Moab. And 49, he's going to judge Ammon and Edom and Damascus and the ends of the earth. Then you get to chapter 50 and 51, and he's going to judge and punish Babylon. Just because God used Babylon as his instrument, or Nebuchadnezzar, he calls him his servant, not in a Nebuchadnezzar is bowing down to him, submitting to his will, worshiping the one true God servant, but as a servant or an instrument, just because he's using Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon as his servant, as his instrument to punish the people of Israel for their idolatry and to carry out his good purposes in redemptive history doesn't mean that somehow they get a pass on all the things that they've done that have been displeasing and abominable to the Lord. So they're going to be punished as well, Babylon. In that text about the punishment of Babylon, judgment on Babylon, you find this in verse 17 through 20. Israel is a hunted sheep driven away by lions. First, the king of Assyria devoured him, and now at last Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has gnawed his bones. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I'm bringing punishment on the king of Babylon in his land as I punish the king of Assyria. I will restore Israel to his pasture and he shall feed on Carmel and in Bashan. He shall, his desire shall be satisfied in the hills of Ephraim and in Gilead. In those days and in that time, declares the Lord, iniquity shall be sought in Israel, and there shall be none. And sin in Judah, and none shall be found, for I will pardon those whom I leave as a remnant. Hard to imagine that he's going to search for iniquity and sin in Israel and Judah and find none. We'll come back to that in a second. But first... Just a reminder of what's been going on, that God has allowed Assyria to punish Israel. And they did that for a while. And then he raised up Babylon to punish Assyria for their punishment of Israel. And then he used Babylon to punish Israel and the people of Judah. And then what's going to happen now in the future that we know from texts that are coming up is that he's going to raise up Persia. And the Persians are going to punish the Babylonians for 
what they have done to the people of Israel. Very interesting dynamic here, because you've got God who still is jealous for his people Israel, and he's still going to curse those who curse his people. He's going to punish those who punish his people, even though the punishment of his people by those nations is ordained by him. But he's going to stand up and righteously deal with Assyria, as he has, and now Babylon, and eventually Persia. And this is just an amazing, complex dynamic of a very wise and good and big and sovereign God whose purposes and ways are way beyond anything we could understand or imagine, but we just trust that it's working out because in the end, he's going to bring about this righteous shoot, this righteous branch of the stump of Jesse, this king that's going to serve on David's throne forever, Jesus Christ, this sacrificial king who lives a perfect life, dies a sinless death, and through his resurrection from the grave, after paying a perfect sacrifice, after living a perfect life, opens the way for anybody who put their faith and trust in him to also be perfect, to also have the righteousness of Christ credited to them, even though we are sinners, we are righteous before God through the righteousness of Christ. And that's really what's being talked about in verse 20, when it says, in those days and at that time, declares the Lord, iniquity shall be sought in Israel, and there won't be any, and sin in Judah, and none will be found. For I will pardon those who, uh, whom I leave as a re remnant. This is going to have kind of a dual application, as we've talked about with these prophets. In many cases, there's a more immediate application, fulfillment of this that is going to happen after the 70 years of exile, when God restores a remnant, a small group of faithful people back to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall, to rebuild the temple, Ezra and Nehemiah are a couple of those people as we've studied in the past. But then there's also a more distant fulfillment of this prophecy that's going to happen at the end of time. You can read about that in Revelation 21. It's going to be a long time before we get there in the Bible overview. So maybe you want to look ahead, but this is talking about the new heavens and the new earth and the remnant of those who will be pardoned. And that's people who have been saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And it's important to understand this word pardon right here. It's not that we're going to be without sin because you're guilty of sin. I'm guilty of sin. It's not that we're not guilty of iniquity, but it's that despite the fact that we're guilty of sin and iniquity, when it is sought in Israel at that time, when it is sought in Judah, there won't be any because we will have been pardoned. It's a beautiful word. It's a beautiful concept. It's the heart of the gospel. And Lord, we're thankful. We're thankful that you would in light of your judgment and righteousness and holiness, which is causing you to carry out all these punishments and judgments against all these peoples, including many of your own, that you would, in your wisdom and in your love and mercy, have a plan ultimately to pardon us by sending your son to stand in our place. Lord, would you help that pardoning that we have received through faith in him? to be the core of who we are, that we'd live out of it, that we'd help others to receive it, that we'd be good ambassadors for you and for, for that message during all the days that you give us in this life. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. 
First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.